Hey everybody, today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, a basketball-themed board game only available at hoopsters.store. I like playing board games because it gives me a chance to connect with my kids or my friends, and for me, the best games are a lot of fun, but they're easy to learn, right? I don't like checking the rules on the inside of the box lid every other move. Great games require some strategy, but also a little bit of luck, and they don't take forever to complete a game. I'm not a fan of those five-hour Monopoly sessions. So I can tell you firsthand that Hoopsters is all of these things. You can play a quick game in 15 minutes or longer one in 30. It brings all of the thrill of basketball together with the strategy of backgammon. And I just can't tell you enough about how much fun it is. Each set is handcrafted here in Central Ohio, so head to hoopsters.store, and if there aren't any sets available, you can drop in your email address and we'll let you know as soon as we have some more. That's hoopsters.store. Now on to the show. All right, we'll try it in three, two, one, cue coach. It wasn't a great game by any manner. But as long as my eyeballs are seeing TB12, I'm good to go. <laughs> I had to pick up my kids from ski club, so I missed the halftime show. I'm not sure the Super Bowl we watched even deserves medium-level sports talk, but we're going to throw some at you anyway because this... <laughs> ...is Sports Wednesday. Nice work there, Maestro. Who the hell's on this show? Well, I'm going to tell you. There's me. I'm the coach, Matt Longley. And yep, welcome, everybody. But I have a couple other people that I'd like to talk about. This guy. Mm. Well, let me tell you me? about this guy. The only thing Is more. Me? Well, me? Maybe. This the only thing more <laughs> aggro than this dude's guitar licks is a pack of angry badgers hopped up on Sour Patch and Red Bull. It's the Maestro. Nice. Did you say aggro? A G R O? Yeah, aggro. What's that mean? Aggressive. It's a term we used nice. to use in, in skateboarding. Gotcha. It's totally aggro. Noise. Oh, I, yeah. I was thinking like ag- agricultural. <laughs> <laughs> this guy can grow. He can grow tomatoes like nobody's business. Oh. But you know what's even better is we have someone else with us. And it's great because this guy's claim to fame is that he once held a hunger strike in grad school to ban the use of the silent K. It's no other than the knucklehead, the big man on campus, Peter. Uh, yeah. You, you got to pick man? your battles. You got to pick your battles. Well, good job doing <laughs> the intro really today. That is, uh, he, he undersold himself. The coach is actually basketball legend, Matt Longley. And someday we'll tell you about the legend of, of basketball legend, Matt Longley. Uh, yeah. So folks, just a reminder, you can follow the show on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's at Sport Singular Wednesday. We, uh, we live tweeted the Super Bowl. That was fun. We picked up 45 new followers. Welcome. If you're listening and uh, over on Instagram, we're at sports Wednesday at sports Wednesday. I'm going to be telling you more about our Instagram feed and the final thought, but let's just say it's not without controversy. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Excited for some medium level sports talk. We're talking about the Super Bowl. The, the show split into two halves, the morning commute, the evening commute. We're going to try and keep them both to about 20 minutes. We haven't been doing that lately, but tonight I'm feeling good about it. How about you guys? I'm feeling like we're going to do it today. I think we're going to do it. All right. Let's go with that morning commute. Maestro.
Nice job with that uh, with that morning commute music there, Maestro. I guess we got to talk about the big game. Uh, I can't believe how this shook out, but I was like, Puppy Bowl. I was planning on Maestro to talk about the halftime show, but he missed it. And I don't know any of the people in the halftime show, so it had to be Coach. That means I have to talk about the actual football game. It was pretty much a garbage three hours. Uh, it was real bad. I, I tell you what, any announcer that's like, this is an old school defensive battle, it, they're high as a kite, all right? It was not an old school. It Both teams moved the ball well between the 20s, and then they couldn't get it done in the red zone uh, through various penalties and miscues. And it was just an ugly, boring, awful watch. I can't think of a worse Super Bowl. You know, well, it's funny. Last week we were talking, right, in my trivia question, I think it was, I was I brought up the Blunder Bowl, which was Super Bowl seven. Yep. And I think this was reminiscent of that game. Well, I mean, so, I mean, I felt the same way. It was, I mean, being a fan of offense, which I am, this had none. So, but as far as, as, as this game being bad, and we've all said it's the worst we've ever seen, what about the blowouts? I mean, would you rather have a game like this that's at least a score away from being tight or close? Or would you rather have, you know, Denver getting their ass kicked all those years or Buffalo getting their ass kicked all those years? Like, I was trying to think, which one's worse? Like, what would you rather yeah, have? Yeah. But They're both I, bad. I can watch yeah. a blowout for, for two quarters, right? But once, you know, the second half, I'll start to wane. And this one, it was just... It was just painful. Well, I don't know why. <laughs> I think it, I think we were waiting for the game yes. to start. Oh yeah. So because because it was three zero or three three, we were like, all right, all right, this, this game's going to ramp up. It's going to be a crazy second half, and then next thing you know, the third quarter's over. Right. And you kept, kept waiting and waiting. Yeah. And I tweeted like three times. Here it is. This is going to be the one. That's this right. Be the one. Like, I'm calling it now. And I'm like, okay, I got to shut up because this is yeah. not working. I act like a complete <laughs> jackass. And those of you who follow us on Twitter, those unsigned tweets were actually coached because he could not seem to get straight. I couldn't. Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I defend myself in that just for a second? I have to say something. So a lot of those tweets, I would be making a bold claim, like they're going to score right now. But as I'm tweeting, like a 47 year old slow and very unaccustomed to getting things out fast. I'm like, if I take time to even sign it, it's going to be third down. They're going to punt. I'm like, they're going to score right here. And some jackass is going to say, uh, it's already over, dude. Yeah. So I was yeah. in my haste. I were you I, were you using your phone? Yes. Yeah. So the key is to use a laptop when you're live tweeting an event. Smart. That yeah. is smart. 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 Right. You know the other thing too. You know it was a low scoring game, but it wasn't because of stifling defense either. You know no. if we were seeing like sacks and like crazy tackles and yeah. amazing plays, that would be another thing too. Where yeah. we were like, all right, this is pretty good. Yeah. I. I remember after, and I watched about six hours of pregame, I'm not going to lie to you guys, and I was convinced. I was like, this game comes down, if the Pats can block Aaron Donald and Andamakan Sue, they're going to win the game. And they did. You did not hear those guys called the entire game. Oh, that was amazing. And they you know, started out, they got that sack early too, and I was like, uh-oh, they they found the formula. Oh, but I know. I knew you were quite excited were about that. for it. I was. So the game ends up 13-3, to which is pretty much the average score in Coach's 8th grade girls' <laughs> basketball career <laughs> high scoring that's a high scoring game <laughs> yeah i mean at the end i'm like we're just just this might as well happen just finish it let them win their you know so they tie the the pittsburgh steelers with the most super bowl wins uh tom brady wins the sixth i was looking today i was like 
How many times have the Patriots been in the playoffs since Belichick has taken over? Do you guys know? They've only not. They've only missed it once, maybe, and it was the or year twice. That, yeah, twice. Fourteen. But- yeah. 14 years they've been in the playoffs. That's crazy. But it's weird because they had that 10-year gap between 2005 and 2015. They made it to the Super Bowl twice, but they lost. You know, it's almost like they won three, and then they had this big gap, and now they've won three more. Just even even giving the MVP to Edelman felt a lot like when Larry Brown won it for the Cowboys. Correct. Like, we got to give it yeah. to somebody, and he's got mm-hmm. the most. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that, I, th- I think that's all we need to say about the game. Anything else you guys want to say about the actual football part of the Super Bowl? No, I mean, I mean, here's the only thing I'll say at the end when uh, when the Patriots did score that touchdown, it was yeah. almost like they just said, you know what, F this. Let's stop messing around. It's late yeah. in the game now. We score a touchdown. This game is over. And, and they just they did it. I mean, like they just yeah. sliced them up. Gronk made that great catch. And then you're like, OK, this game is over now. Yeah, that's true. And and Goff, I mean, Goff looked out of his element. God, McVay looked, looked out coached. But I mean. In in their defense, Cooks dropped two touchdown passes that he should have caught. Yeah, and how, he did. And how about your boy, uh, Todd Gurley, Maestro? Gurley. He's hurt. He was hurt. Yeah, hurt or screwed up in the head or something. Because ah. when he was out there, he didn't look hurt. I think he was. I think he was hurt. He had yeah. a couple of good runs, but like the entire Rams team, there was no consistency. There was nothing they could reliably turn to. And at least the Patriots knew they could throw it to Edelman. Yeah. Oh, if they needed it, they got it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. yep. The Rams could have used an Edelman. Oh, they could have. At least a half an Edelman. Absolutely. Half so. an Edelman, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> the big news, and I know everybody in Boston celebrating this, now that the Patriots won, Maestro's going to redesign their helmet logo for us. So we'll Ooh. have that in a future episode. Ooh, that's right. That's Very excited about that. Uh, I want to I talk about the, the halftime show. Usually, like I've watched several of these with Maestro, and he's always very insightful, knows a lot about music, but you were picking up your kids. Is that... Is that what happened? Yeah, they were at ski ski club because I had to pick them up. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I I offered to do that because I knew I knew my uh, coach was going to be at the the neighborhood uh, a list party jam. Yeah, sure. Mm, yes. What a what a party it was. That means Gracefully. coach, you got to you got to give us your uh, take on the halftime show. And I'm pretty sure from one of the unsigned tweets during it, it said this halftime show dot dot dot. Oh my period. <laughs> yeah. Is that that was you? That right? was me. Yes. So I, I uh, actually, in preparation to do this, I watched it again today. I watched the whole thing. Um, okay. And okay, so here's what my 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 take on the whole thing is that they're getting. I mean, Maroon Five is getting absolutely crushed in the media. That the, the whole halftime show is getting slammed. Maroon Five is getting slammed. People are calling like rock and roll guys are making fun of them, and 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 I, I get it. But here's what my take is that if you're a Maroon 5 fan, they just played all their greatest hits and they loved it. Like Maroon 5 fans absolutely had – I mean, they loved it. Those guys are so radio friendly. Like them playing those songs, the people that it's right in their wheelhouse, they loved it. But for me on the other side, there was some neat pyrotechnics, but it just didn't do anything for me. I like the Cadillac. That was about it. Yeah, that was good. You know, and some of – like I said, it – Oh, I will tell you the, the coolest thing that I thought was they had the drones that that are synced, so they spell words in the air, and, mm-hmm. and I, I'm pretty amazed that that can happen. That that's yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> but as far as Adam Levine and uh, I think it was Travis Scott and Big Boy, mm-hmm. they were they were you know I won't remember them 
and no, uh, and, and no, no, and no, no surprises either. No yeah. surprises. Like usually you'll no have Andre one. 3000, no, no slash, no, uh, no Paul Abdul, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I will tell you, I, I would have told you going into the game. I don't know a single Maroon five song. And yet, um, like they're playing like, oh, I guess I kind of have heard. You've heard before. it. Like I can't name <laughs> yeah. them, it, but, um, yeah. Got the moves like Jagger. Got the moves like Jagger. <laughs> yeah. You so, uh, Maestro, did you watch any of it, or did you watch any replays or anything? No, I saw a picture on the internets of uh, of Adam Levine shirtless playing a uh, a pink Steve Vai Gem Ibanez guitar. Oh boy! Okay, and so based on that still photo, what's your review of the show? <laughs> it was a little. It was a little upsetting. It, I got to admit, it, he did. He did. He like anybody want me to play guitar? <laughs> like. <laughs> It was a bad rock and roll moment for someone. I don't know. I got to stop. I mean, he's been milking the voice for too long. I think uh, he's kind of lost touch. Yeah, a little bit. It seems like these shows are just getting safer and safer. And that means more vanilla, less interesting. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Like, like at, at this point, like, just let's just get rid of it. Yep. You know, let's have BMXers or uh, motocross doing huge jumps in between. I, I would think that would be even Ooh. more fun. I am I am actually starting a campaign to have Van Haken play Super Bowl L I I V. I'm in. They should just they should just have holograms play. Yeah. That'd be cool. Prince was great. Was that last year? When was when was, was Prince when they had the hologram? Yeah, uh, that was last year. Last year, right? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So let's talk about this. Maestro, how about the commercials? What uh, What'd you see? What'd you like? Oh, man. I feel like I didn't see all the commercials. The The ones that really stood out to me, um, obviously, the because I, I tweeted about it, was the Microsoft, Microsoft Adaptive Controller commercial. That was cool. Yeah. I thought, you know, I don't know, in a sea of, of insincerity and, you know, memes mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know, just nothing ever is serious and everything's, you know ironic yeah to see like a sincere commercial you know tugged on the heartstrings yeah i loved it i loved it yeah it was it was on it's weird because there were no message real message commercials this year like there was in the past a couple of set like like the um the hulu handmaiden preview commercial like it started out like it was like that big big four lumber commercial from last year yeah And so they did a little bit of that, but and the beer commercials were fine. A couple, of yeah, they were okay. The uh, the two that stood out uh, for my wifey poo, she she really liked the NFL one. The, With all, the uh, I thought that one was the, good. The, yeah, the anniversary one. She thought mm-hmm. that was hilarious. And then she obviously she like likes Michael Bublé, so she liked that bubbly uh, commercial. Oh, yeah, it was a one joke pony. I thought. <laughs> really just nothing remarkable about no. this whole Super Bowl experience. Yeah. The highlight for me was I ate an entire bag of pizza rolls uh, before we got to five minutes in the first quarter. And then it was just a fight for me to stay awake. As you guys know, it was trending on Twitter under hashtag BMOC strong. How many is that? How many? Yeah. How many is that, Peter? That's probably 40. Holy shit. <laughs> that is. That's, that's what it is. That's what he said this morning when he was on the commercial. Yes. I know. Oh. I, I mean, I've been thinking about those pizza rolls for like three weeks, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> just like, all right, I'm doing it. So that was the highlight for me. Uh, any personal highlights for you guys before we move on? For about pizza rolls, just in general, <laughs> the whole experience. I mean, I know, I know that uh, coach, coach went to bed at night. He kissed his Tom Brady poster that's over his bed. I did. And- he said, "I knew you got number six, TV twelve. Thank you, thank you for number six. Weaver." 
I couldn't wait to turn the TV off. Isn't that sad? Yeah. Like I was just like, all right. Well, I got, Oof. I got to tell you. So I, I was with some other people and uh, the game was so boring <laughs> that I just, I had a, for some reason I had $5 in my pocket, five singles. So I just started making random bets. I'm like, okay, who wants to take it right here? Brady gets it first down or they get first down here. Yeah. Oh God. They, and those guys jumped on my gambling habit hard. I walked out of there with 12 bucks. <laughs> so I feel pretty good about myself. Nice. Yeah. <sighs> Is the Super Bowl jump the shark? Oh, I think it has. Holy it's cow. Possible. I think it has. Because last week's games were so much better than the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you, know, you know, the only, there's a lot of people that don't watch the Super Bowl for the game. They watch it for the commercials right. or the halftime show. And if you didn't deliver on either of those, yeah, then yeah there's, Be- there's serious problems. I don't think they did on either. I mean, I know the halftime show, but the commercials to me, like, Wow. I mean, either don't promote them and say they're going to be good. Don't put them out two goddamn days before so you can see them all before yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, that, that stinks. That stinks big time. What's the point? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, as a boy, you didn't know what the commercials were till they were on the I TV. I loved it. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's stop talking about it. it. It certainly doesn't deserve much more of our I- attention. I will say one last thing: the Andy Warhol Burger King. That was a that was a head scratcher. That was a head scratcher. <laughs> At least it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. It, I like yeah. weird though, but it, that was a head scratcher. All right, All right. Super Bowl, jumping the shark. All right, guys, we're going to talk about the NBA for the first time in wow. probably a year. I got to dust and, off the old uh, NBA knowledge. I am. I'm hoping, Coach, you you're able to speak intelligently. As far as I can tell right now, the L.A. Lakers are currently not even in playoff contention. No. And they are attempting to trade their entire team except LeBron <laughs> to the Pelicans for Anthony Davis. What What do you think? And at first I wrote this like, can they compete with Golden State and Houston? And I think, no, no, no. I just want to know if they get Anthony Davis, are they going to make the playoffs? But I, I think I said this in a, a few episodes ago that LeBron and Anthony Davis could probably beat a lot of teams, just the two of them. Well, I think that's that's the strategy behind Magic Johnson trying to trade everybody away. Because if because if to get him, he will have to trade the bulk of what they are, what they've been stockpiling. Basically, they have to completely abandon their youth movement and say, okay, we're going to go all in for three years. Because mm-hmm. LeBron's probably got three solid years left, and they're going to be like. Uh, okay, we're going to get rid of Kuzma. They're going to trade away Ball. They're going to, I mean, to get Anthony Davis, is it's going to take a, and pun intended, a King's Ransom to get him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're going to be left with Anthony Davis and LeBron and basically the Cavs lineup. They're going to have all those, like, the Island of Misfit Toys playing around LeBron, and he's going to have one other player, and they better be on every night and don't get hurt. Does that, do they make the playoffs? Yeah, they make the playoffs with Anthony Davis, absolutely. I mean, yeah. LeBron and Anthony Davis and the three of us playing with yes. bad caps <laughs> and bellies filled with pizza rolls, we make the playoffs and win a series. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they could go get I wonder if they could go get, like, Kevin Love. I'm oh, like, they, they up, would. Pick up a couple of the Cavs stragglers and just throw them in I, there. Let me uh, – first of all, Coach, you just gave me a great idea for some Instagram <laughs> content that's going to be coming out I later this I week. I can't wait. <laughs> give, me, give me a headband. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I need you guys just to each shoot a, a picture of yourself in a bag. All right, I can do that. If you wouldn't mind. And then uh, 
I, I would just say, like, I knew when LeBron went to the Lakers, I'm like, okay, his run of eight consecutive finals is probably over. I'm just shocked that, like, it legit seems to me 50-50 that he's even going to make the like, playoffs. And, and here's, the, here's the thing that's different than the Cavs. Like, when LeBron didn't play for the Cavs, and, like, mm-hmm. when he was hurt, they they would they would keep their head above water like at least a little bit because it seemed like they would they wouldn't be above 500 but they'd stay at 500 but Jesus without yeah. LeBron on on the Lakers they have a they have a we don't like our coach problem they got a veterans playing yeah. with young guys problem I mean they're a, a hot mess was he was he on the bench during the games you know yeah oh yeah was he there okay yeah sure the Lakers they need to get Kyle Korver ASAP like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I'm not kidding. It's too late though now because Utah's not yeah. giving them up. But they should have gotten them. Maybe they can get Mike Miller out let, of retirement. Let me ask you this: Is this really the only compelling storyline in the NBA other than will James Harden score 100 points in a game this yes. season? Yes, because uh, talk about a. I don't know. That big trade last week was big news, right? Which one? Oh, oh, the the, 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 the Mavericks. Uh, I can't pronounce Chris his name. Stapp, Chris Stapps Porzingis. 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 Yeah, he's going to play with Luka Dun- Duncek, the uh, rookie of the year that we both called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Um, yeah, this 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 makes me want to talk about it a little bit, but like after that, and yeah. wake me up for the playoffs. I- I'll tell you what, I am not like when I, I'm watching TV and I come across an NBA game, it's like a one in 10 chance I'm going to want to watch five minutes oh, of it. Mine's like one in 50. So, has the NBA jumped the shark? Oof. For me, it has an Ohio. It has an Ohio. <laughs> now, that <laughs> is a great take. I'm going <laughs> to. It was a freshwater shark and it was in Lake Erie. Yes. Now, that is a good. That's, that's the take. In our parts, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely. Didn't just jump the yeah. shark. Oh, yeah. Golden State again. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Golden State, Toronto. That's going to be compelling. So, but here's what's interesting. Denver Nuggets are having put together a good season thus far. They're number one in the, in the West at the moment. That's unusual. It is unusual. That is, yeah. And I'd like to follow them, but right. I don't know anybody on their team. because I was going to yeah. say, this is a part where, Coach, I, I thought you were going to be like, they're playing above their heads. They're not going to last I would if I knew something. I could talk shit and say that and make that up, but I just don't know anything about Denver. I know I picked them a but couple they, times and they won. You picked them, yeah. yeah. So I thought for sure you knew something. I knew they were playing right. good. That's all I knew. That's my insight. Hey, that's that's real medium, bud. Good work. Hey, coach, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw you on the sp- on the spot all right, right now. Where's uh, where's Hoppa gonna go? You predict it. Oh, are you are you, are you throwing baseball in the middle of the he NBA? Just talk? did. I am. I'm a baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy. Oh my god! Uh, it's anybody's guess. I know where he's going. Things. I, I, I think he's either going to go back to the Nats, with, or God damn it, he, he might end up in San Diego. Yeah, I think that's because I think going. he's thinking he can go there and he can foster some other people to come with him, and I think he makes San Diego a landing spot. And mm. they've got more money than God right now because they haven't spent in 10, 15 years. And they've got some good young talent. Mm-hmm. If he's, I think they, it, seeing how teams can turn it over quickly in baseball, I think he might end up yeah. there. I don't know. He's going to wear the brown and he's going to wear the poop and pee uniforms. The pee, poop and pee, pee, and pee poop and pee. Do you think the fact that the Padres have money is why they decided to buy new uniforms? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. 
That's always a big deal when we played softball. We're like, should we get new shirts this year? And everyone's like, I don't mind. I'm not paying any bucks for I'm just going to cross point out and just write the new team on the front. That's what we did before. And we did that. All right. Let's get to the fun spot, guys. Maestro, you got a little fun spot music for us? I don't. Oh. (laughs) Well, the button on this just said whoopee. I thought it was going to be like whoopee. But apparently that's uh, code for dropping dropping a fire. Passing gas here. Well, that's fun, too. All right. Uh, In in the interest of time tonight, our fun spot is really just a recap of all the Super Bowl prop bets that we made. And then if you guys have followed up on any of the other prop bets here, uh, will there be a flea flicker? That was me against Maestro. I thought for sure there would be. Hey, Sean McVay, you could have tried it, for God's sake. What are you going to lose? So that's 10 guitar picks going to Maestro. No circus peanuts for me. This one was really close. This is the one thing that kept me interested in the game. Will the Patriots get sacked? The over-under, it's one and a half. They got one early. They were really close there. I know. He threw it away. I I was hoping at one point, like, Brady would run it, and they would just get him behind the line and count it as a sack. But no. So that Maestro, do you owe Coach four growlers of beer now? Uh, No. I I, uh, level it. He did level it up. you leveled it up. Okay. Will Andre 3000 join Big Boy at halftime? And you guys confirmed for me that did not, that did not happen. That could that could have helped. That would have helped. Yeah, that was it. So, uh, Maestro, you lost that to Coach, which means no candy corn next oh, time. That's, that that's is okay. the biggest stakes, man. It is. I'm just going to eat it all year, and then at Halloween I'll stop. <laughs> oh. It's Memorial Day. Candy oh, but corn. On that day, the glorious cold... Windy fall day, you're gonna want one of those candy corns so bad. Hey, I'm gonna so you know, I'm gonna jump in here. Did you guys know Necco Wafer went out of business last year? I did. I didn't know that's that. I, okay, that's an old man so candy. No, I don't mind. It's an old man candy, but there's no they made the uh the traditional um Valentine's Day. Oh, they did. The, right. Oh yeah. Yep. Kind of sad. Yep. Well, I think the whole That's coming out. <laughs> Pete, take that out. <laughs> I think I think we could buy that company and and, and just bring back the so heart, but with it's like, just these hearts that say me. like "Be mine." Hug me, and say, hug me please. <laughs> now you guys know I was pretty I was pretty tough on the Super Bowl. Part of it was because I had this prop bet on the coin toss and I lost it, and really hanging over my head for the whole Super Bowl all day at work today during this show. I, I had picked heads. It came up oh. tails. I have to wear the hat and shirt I, of Coach's Choice for one segment in the show upcoming. And I, I it's going to be can so I, tough. Can if, I, I got to tell you. Is it going to be that Orange Wheelersburg oh, shirt? I'm going to find a good one. I got to tell you, um, <laughs> I hadn't clicked on the game yet. And so I'm frantically grabbing my phone. And, and you're like, here comes the coin toss. And uh, <laughs> I, I didn't get to, to see it at all. And I'm trying to pull it up. And all it says is the next text from BMOC is fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I knew it. Well, when we uh, when we decide to do that on the show, uh, I'm gonna like my role is gonna be super limited. <laughs> oh god, that's gonna be great. So, all right, and then uh, the last one, and this was interesting because Coach, you you created this project. You set your own over under on longest field goal at forty three point five. That seemed like a pretty decent one, uh, but both. 
BMOC and Maestro. We took the over on that. God damn it. Zarline kick a 53-yarder. God, he killed me. The other ones weren't. Yeah. Let me ask you what you think would have happened if he had made that 48-yarder at the end. Nothing. You think they could have – and say they got – the onside kick. So they got two seconds left, one throw. That would have been fun. That would have, that would have been then fun. Then we would be sitting here going, this is the greatest Super Bowl yes. we've ever seen. That would have been so, fun. All right. So, Coach, uh, if you were going to reset that over-under on field goals, what would you reset it at? Probably 45 and a half. 45 yeah, because yeah, that first field goal was 42, yeah, I think. For, I, I, when I was doing the set in the line, I was like, well, I, I, I want to make it enticing. And at yeah. that point, I thought the game was not going to be a field goal game. I thought they were going to be scoring touchdowns. Little yeah. did I know. Yep. yep. You thought it was a blowout. Uh, <laughs> I thought it would be a boat race. Maestro's the only one who called a low-scoring game. Nice work there, Maestro. Yeah, yeah. Technically, though, the biggest margin of victory for any Pats win. So it was kind yeah. of a blowout. <laughs> uh, here we go. Not like not like the blowout uh, BMOC had this morning after all this people were- that's true. <laughs> oh, well played, Maestro. Well played. You know, Maestro, I almost did this, and I thought this would just be rude. I was going to put Who's First Commercial Maestro and just let you go at it. But I'll, I'll try that on a future episode. Uh, just want to remind you folks, this show is actually sponsored by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game you've never played. Yada, yada, yada. Coach and I invented it. Just go to hoopsters.store, put in your email address, and we will send you the whole sad, sordid story. <laughs> All right, guys, let's do the evening commute. I'm digging the music. It is sounding great tonight, Maestro, as always. And those 10 guitar picks that I'm going to get you are going to make, make this going to take your plane to the next level. Oh. I uh, I have uh, some requests on those picks. I don't want you to get me garbage. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna have them blessed by Joe Satriani. Ooh, Who, who's Joe that? Satriani? Yeah, some serious. I'm just kidding. Serious guitar folklore. There, I know. All right, all right. Uh, so let's do our scoreboard update. You know, we've reset for the year, so the numbers are still low. But uh, coach, you are killing it. Woo! You took you took the Pats minus two and a half, and that came through. I took the Rams and the points. Oh, two for five. But both of us, our pick pale, pales in comparison to Maestro, who went. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Maestro said they're not gonna break the points record at 75. He took the under. So I close. seriously thought about taking the over. <laughs> so close on that one. I did. Uh, so nice work there. So. Coach, you're still perfect five for five in 2019. Maestro right on your heels at four for five. And I'm I am just. For you. Oh, I like to be behind. I'm, coming for you. I'm, I'm at, at, at two and five. I'm like a toddler who's gotten lost in the grocery store. And I'm just sort of wandering about looking for something. But I got to tell you, I was a good nine, ten points behind last I year. You made a serious run. And I made a great run. So, But I think, I think Maestro's more comfortable with this because he was in the lead the whole year last year and he knew he knew he kept predicting he was going to lose it at the end I now know. now he is he is the hunter and coach you yeah he can't city I'm a hunter. he can't city chief that That's day right. but you know me being the you know the patriot the patriots uh, we'll hey, be coach, right. you're, you're a flash in the pan just enjoy it oh yeah you're ga- you're gambling your your uh your lucky phase is gonna die 
streak of the day. Oh, I'm on a hot streak right now. Things are going good for me. You're one muscle pull away, mister. <laughs> Our locks of the week, it's going to be a little different uh, now, right? Because we're recording on Monday nights and uh, the show comes out on Wednesday. So here's what you got to do, people. You're listening to this on Wednesday. Go to Instagram today. And you will see our locks of the week. We're all picking a Wednesday night NBA game, but the line won't come out till Tuesday. So we can't do it actually on the show. So picking an NBA game against the spread, it will be posted on Instagram on Wednesday. Uh, So you're going to listen to the show. You're going to watch it on Instagram and you will feel fulfilled in your life in a way that you haven't for about 20, 25 years. That seems like creative procrastination, BMOC, but. Yeah, I'm trying to solve our problem here because I, I know it is a problem. We have we have a line problem. The Monday night recording is is a lot better for me, but the line problem is mm-hmm, is going to mm-hmm, be tricky. Mm-hmm. All right, well that takes us right to trivia. Trivia. Hey, I got a trivia question for you. What was the most boring Super Bowl we've watched in recent memory? <laughs> <laughs> I can answer that one for you. So uh, our know. theme is anything that's not football. We got to cleanse ourselves of football now. Uh, I know we're all waiting oh, for I thought you meant, um, next year's Pro Bowl. So any non-football sport trivia. Mm, okay. Who would like to go first? I can go first. Okay. Mine mine is NBA trivia. Ooh. Ooh. So um, Shaquille O'Neal, famously very bad at shooting free throws like very bad, mm-hmm. missed a lot of them in his career. Um, anybody want to guess how many? Closest one wins. Price is right rules. Can you give us an over-under on it? Yeah, I'll give you an over-under. It is more than 3,000, less than 6,000. Hmm. 4,200. Oh, that's right what I was going to say. All right, I'm going to go ahead and say 5,100. Oh, you're close. 5,317 missed free throws in his career. 5,317, and I said 50. So so I win by prices right rolls. You win. You got it. Oh, absolutely. That was really good. Did we say prices right rolls? Yes, I did. did. Afterwards. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Maestro, what do you got? All right, I'm shifting over to uh, you know one of our favorite sports here at golf. golf. Close tennis, tennis, tennis. Mm. Guys, you're gonna like this question. I I hope so. So tennis, um, there's in the four majors of tennis. Pete, do you know which? What are the four? Uh, You you won't know. That's okay. Wimbledon. Yeah. U.S. Open. Yeah. Australian Open and French yes. Open. Very good, BMOC. All right. Out of those four tournaments, which was the first tournament to give equal prize money for men and women? Uh, It's the Australian. I'm going to go U.S. Open. Peter, you're nice correct. Job. U.S. Yeah. Open. U.S.A. 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 So they did it in 1973, which I think is really awesome. That is really very progressive. progressive. The other ones were way after like what, that. Do you know way. what the next one was? Or which was yeah. the next one? The next one was okay. Australian in 84. So 11 years wow. after that. I thought they'd crazy. be more progressive. Um, I would too. French Open was in 2001 and Wimbledon was in 2007. Yeah, I knew they were last. Jeez. That's oh, bad. Nice. nice. All right. 
Good question. All right, some tennis here. Very good. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little baseball at you guys. <laughs> I'm a baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy. I'm a I have a lot of interesting guy. information, but not a good question. So the formula. Cleveland Indians so. in uh, 1981. Pretty good. Who was their shortstop? Who can tell me the name yeah. or the team of the only Major League Baseball player to be killed by a pitch? Oh, that is. Um... Oh shit! Uh... Is his last name Chapman? That yeah. is correct. And. He... He was oh god it was I can't remember the team. It's not Bill Vex team. Um, no, I don't know. Dang it! It it, it was the, it Cleveland the Indians. Indians. Yes. He made he made his debut in 1912 for the Cleveland it's like Davis. Ch- well, I don't. What was his first name? Ray Chapman. Yeah, Ray Chapman. That's right. And August 16th, 1920, got hit by a pitch uh, in the head, and he died 12 hours oh. later. Some interesting interesting things here, though. He is sixth all time for sacrifice hits. Wow. Yeah, and then it says here um, there's only one player who has more career sacrifices as a right-handed batter, and that's of course Stuffy McGinnis. Oh, good old Stuffy. Stuffy. <laughs> so right, so right before he took the hit, is like his manager's going, "Hey, Chappie, lean into it, buddy. Take, take yeah. one for the team. Take one come for on, the buddy, team. Come on." Yeah, and what's interesting is they didn't start wearing helmets after that. Helmets came much later, but they did make a rule that you had to use a new baseball. So back then, they'd use one ball, and it would get all dark and crummy. And, oh, you could um, lose it quickly, probably. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's scary. So Ray Chapman. But here's the other thing. When I looked him up on Wikipedia, you know how sometimes people have the same name, and it's like, for this guy, see yeah. this. So it says, Ray Chapman, for the Australian philatelist, <laughs> that's a stamp collector, <laughs> See Ray Champion philatelist. So of course I went there, and all it says is Ray Chapman is an Australian philatelist who was added to the role of distinguished philatelists in 1987. That is something I did not know I learned today. Ray Chapman. I did not either. Wait, say that again. Let's face it: the 87 class of distinguished philatelists was the best. Philatelists. 87 was a great year. Yeah, it absolutely was. I've got all their cards. Oh, man. Very good. All right, so that's some non-sport trivia. Cleanse us of football. That'll be good. Uh, you guys, this week in our text thread, I'll be looking for ideas on what we can talk about on the show now, the football. Yes. Manager. And uh, the NBA's jumped the shark. I think it's going to be college basketball. It's going to be loom yeah, I think we need to jump into college basketball. I do need to remind you, fellas, of a – Card that we selected a couple weeks ago, Hardy Nickerson. Jr. Yes, indeed, the Hardy Nickerson. Oh, not not Junior, but Hardy Nickerson. Yeah. Yes, I, that's that's on me. I have to get the Hardy Nickerson page up on the website. Then we'll tweet at him about it. Excellent. For those of you just joining us, Maestro's referring to the big bucket of cards, which we did two weeks ago. We drew a card out of the bucket, and we try and get that person on the show. We are a perfect O for yeah, four. four. On big bucket of cards, and uh, hopefully we can get Hardy Nickerson. He's at least in the media, so maybe he'll throw us a bow. That'd be great. Come on, Hardy. All right, you guys ready for yes. final thoughts? Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. I called final thoughts this week because I logged into our Instagram account, and this was uh, yesterday afternoon, and there was a notice there that said some of your content has been taken down because a copyright holder complained about it. And had a click, I agree that this was okay. They don't tell you what it was, which was interesting. So I had to text you guys. I'm like, what is missing? Yeah. Now, lately, we've had a more aggressive Instagram strategy where 
you know, people are posting little clips all over on Reddit and on sports sites and on Instagram. We're doing a lot of regramming that content. Yeah. We've got what, 115 followers, maybe. maybe? 120. You know, so basically, I, I'm not sure about the legality of it. I just know everybody's doing it. And when you have 120 followers, isn't that such a big deal? It doesn't seem like such a big deal to me because I'm looking at 30 other Instagram accounts that are posting the same kind of stuff, right? right? So we get this take, this basically, this was taken down. I don't know if we have a strike against us now or what, but it turns out it was a clip that I had posted. I had found it on Reddit where there was a huge thread discussing it. It was Barcelona FC and this beautiful goal they had with like seven of the most amazing passes before it that you'd ever see. And I just was like, appreciate the passing before this goal. And so they must've been the ones that complained about it. They are so, so on top of their content that our Instagram account with 115, 120 followers <laughs> here in central Ohio, we are not going to allow anyone to peep this amazing goal. So don't look at this goal. And so I'm bringing it back. And it wasn't coach. like we were even throwing shade. We were saying, wow, no, we're amazing. like, this is amazing. Right. And it was on Reddit. I, I didn't check and see if it got taken down off Reddit, which is where I found it, but it, it probably did. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there and all I'm hearing in my head is coach going, soccer will never work in America. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because these European bastards, they're like, you know what? You Americans can't appreciate the beautiful game. <laughs> That's my fault. <laughs> you can't. You're. You're too dumb. You can't. This goal is too beautiful for you, America. That's that's what was going on there. So a big double middle fingers from BMOC to Barcelona FC to you are number one. Yes, soccer teams. You guys suck. And if you ever played Sheffield Wednesday, you'd lose 19 to nothing. They shove it up your ass. Well, you know, I mean, you know. European soccer and FIFA in general, you know, they, they're above board most of the time. They, they're not corrupt. Oh my God. They're, they're very, very rarely corrupt. They're <laughs> way sideways. <laughs> Literally, the corruption of FIFA is one of the reasons I watch. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's legendary, the corruption in that. Yeah. The fact that there's going to be a World Cup in Qatar in the middle of summer that they first were going to have. I mean, insane. No. Come on, people. The money was good. Uh, that's right. And, and seriously, I think the people in Qatar are like, here's $27 billion. Yes. <laughs> Give it to we us. We have air conditioning. Uh, we'll make a fake cloud. Literally what they said they were going to do. Probably what happened was Barcelona FC realized this clip I showed did not show any of their players taking a fake dive. <laughs> and they're like, that's not, that's not good like, PR. That's, yeah, that's not good PR at all. That's so, a good one. Really upset. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I always thought, because Maestro is always, he's he's a, a smart he guy, and he's, he's always like, are we going to get in trouble for posting this? And I'm like, well, if we get a takedown, we can use it to our advantage. And uh, we got one, and I don't think <laughs> there's no advantage. Uh, so <laughs> another point to you, Maestro, you're, you're MVP of the last episode because you pointed out that we were doing a similar segment that we had done a year ago, and you're MVP of the God, double MVP. Do I get points? You get an attaboy. No. Why don't you, why don't you bump me up to a f- five for five? And we'll Actually, work. I'm going to give you a point zero zero one point, so you're getting closer, but not close enough. All right, folks. Uh, unless you guys have anything else, it looks like we're coming in on time tonight. Nice. Woo-hoo! All right. Very good. Before Maestro plays this out, Coach, I'll have you do the talk out. I just remind you all, head to Instagram uh, today. You're listening to this on Wednesday to see our locks of the week. It's NBA picks against the spread. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be picking the Nets. Oh, I I feel very very jazzy right now. <laughs> yeah, very jazzy. You're picking the Nets. 
You're picking the Nets against the Nuggets? I just oh. I just said a, a team name that popped oh. in my head. Oh, okay. The Nets there's, are actually I, in playoffs. I did do a little research. research too. And, uh, yeah. There's seven <laughs> oh, games. there's not a lot. There. And they're tough calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they are. All right. All right, uh, Coach, go ahead and talk us out. Maestro Q. All right. Find that old shoebox in the back of your closet. Open it up and say, oh, my gosh. 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 Really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. <laughs>